And now is the time to focus, to set your mind, to listen to the Dhamma of the Buddha. Today is the first day that we have gathered together to practice. So try to have mindfulness, stay in the present moment and listen to the Dhamma. When you listen to the Dhamma, you can sit and meditate together. You can do that by having mindfulness, noticing your breath, breathing in, breathing out, or you can focus on your gamatana that you normally do. So you do that together when along with listening to the Dhamma. So once you have the mindfulness and you will start to realize the peace. If that happens sometime when you listen to the Dhamma, the mind will start to gather and enter samadhi. Your body will become light, your mind will become light, and you have no sense uh, of the body. This is uh, what you will feel when the mind starts to enter the samadhi. This is important because you have to, no, sorry, you have to focus your mind since you wake up in the morning until you uh, go to bed at night. This is what Lompo Anand said last night uh, in the Dhamma talk that everyone should have the mindfulness and focus on your body and your mind. And you, do, you have to do it continuously. Once the mindfulness have the strength, then your body will have the full awareness and samadhi, the concentration, will happen automatically. You can do that by developing your faith, sattā, your virya, diligence, sati, mindfulness, samadhi, concentration, and panya, wisdom. These five are the five strengths that will make your mind strong. Maybe before you have never practiced before, then you don't realize the benefit of the meditation practice. But now that you have practiced already, then you will see the benefit of sitting, closing your eyes, and focus on your breath or your body. This is important because your, your normal eyes, you see the objects. But if you don't have the inner eyes, 
then you cannot notice the aramana, the emotion that come in to your mind. The Buddha and all the Krubhajan, they emphasize on having, having mindfulness. Because the Dhamma, when you realize it, it doesn't happen just when you sit in the samadhi or when you do the walking meditation. It can happen at any time. If you have the full mindfulness, then if you're just walking and you see falling leaves, then you bring that and contemplate and you, you will realize that our life is the same. It's not just the young leaves, that, uh, the old leaves that fall. Sometimes young leaves or the greener leaves, they also fall too. Human, humans are the same. We can die at any age, whether we are infant, uh, teenagers, adults, uh, elders. This is why we have to be heedful. Because it is very hard to be born as human and to be uh, in the presence of Buddhism. So now that we have a chance to become human, so we always have to cultivate ourselves uh, in the good deeds. It's just like you all come to Wat Map Chan. Some of you, this maybe is the first time some of you have come here already. But if you hasn't been here, haven't been here before, then maybe before you come here, then you start to think, wondering what this place is like. But when you finally reach here, then you will know how it is. Realizing Dhamma is the same. Before, you may think that realizing Dhamma uh, is like this, is like that. But when you start to practice, then you will start to see for yourself. First, you will start to see the kilesas, the defilement, that they block us from realizing the Dhamma. So in the beginning, we have to develop our morality. We have to have precepts and we have to cultivate our patient endurance. By doing it continuously, then the mind will start to become peaceful. Even though sometimes the mind is not peaceful, we will be able to see the emotions that come in through our eyes, our ears, our nose, our tongue, 
our body and our mind. They, these emotions, these aramana, they can be good, they can be bad, but you have to realize that even the good emotions, they can be bad in a way too. Because if you focus on that, if, if that good emotion, it comes from something that is unwholesome, then you will be lost in, in, in that emotion. So this is the benefit of the practice so that our mind do not run, follow the emotions. We have to keep the mind in the state that, <clears throat> in the state, in, in the middle, so that we do not fall into liking and disliking. This is the state that you realize the Dhamma. You will see that everything arise, stay for a while, and cease to exist. But in the beginning, even though we may not realize that, we have to continue our practice. We have to pay attention. We have to be diligent in our sitting meditation, walking meditation. Because the Buddha, before he realized the Dhamma, before he became the Buddha, he practiced very hard for six years. It's so hard that normal people cannot do what he did. So if you contemplate on it, this can give you strength to the mind. It gives you courage to practice. Because all the Dhamma that the Buddha teaches, all 84,000 of them, if human cannot do it, then the Buddha wouldn't have taught it. So with this, we also have to contemplate that the days and the nights, they are going by. And our life also go by very quickly. So we have to be heedful uh, in keeping our mind. So to do that, we have to try to talk little. If you can, maybe you can, uh, you don't have to talk at all uh, during these nine or 10 days. By doing that, by, by not talking, then we will be able to observe our mind better. And we can continue to observe our mind continuously. And by doing that, then peace will arise. Once the peace arises, maybe from little, 
then they will develop, you will be able to have that condition longer. And with the peace, then you can start to contemplate your body because the body is the easiest thing to, to see, to contemplate. You can contemplate that this body is just the four elements that come together, fire element, earth element, water element, and wind element. And they come together and they stay for a while and then they cease to exist. So our body is actually nothing. It's not ourselves. But you can see that only if the mind is peaceful, when it's focused. If the mind is not peaceful, if, if the mind is not peaceful, then you will not be able to see that. So we all come to Wat Map Jan to participate in the meditation retreat. This is called Gaya Vivek. So you bring your body to a peaceful state. By doing that, then the mind will start to become peaceful. So you have to let go of all your external work and focus on your inner work, which is your mind. And stay focused on your mantra or with this body. When you not doing meditation, not walking, sitting meditation, when you're doing chores, you can keep your mindfulness when you're moving your body. You come to this monastery because you cannot do what the Dudanka monk did when they go out into the forest, the mountains to practice in isolation. But what you can do is you can contemplate the dangers the easiest one to contemplate is death because death can happen at any moment. We can contemplate that we may die in a few minutes from now or we may die tonight. This is uh, a trick that we got from the past masters so you can use this to contemplate. So when unwholesome thoughts arise, then you have to develop the mindfulness to see that those thoughts, those emotions, they come and go. They, they are not permanent. If you don't have the mindfulness, then you will start to proliferate. The mind cannot become peaceful. 
So you have to have mindfulness at all times. Even though you may not be peaceful yet, but you already know the way, and we just have to keep practicing. We do that with patient endurance, with the diligence, and everyone, by doing that, can enter samadhi for sure. Because if we do not train our mind, then we cannot receive the benefit of being a human being. If we just follow our emotions, if it's to your liking, then you are happy. If it is to your disliking, then you suffer. This is why you have to keep your mind in the middle path and you will be able to realize the Dhamma. In the time of the Buddha, there's many disciples who experience suffering a lot more than us. For example, the Patachara uh, Teri, she was an Arahant Bhikkhuni, but before she ordained, she lost her husband and two kids. And that suffering uh, lead to her losing her mind. And she was wandering around homeless until she met the Buddha. And the Buddha, with his compassion, he just said, sister, please be mindful. And with that, she kind of woke up and she was able to forget all the suffering in her heart and enter peacefulness, enter samadhi. And with that, she was able to realize the Dhamma and ask to be ordained as, as a bhikkhuni. This is because she has built up Parami mental cultivation in the past lives. So this is what we are all doing. In the beginning, we have to develop our mindfulness to have the fully aware, to be fully aware of our body, of our mind in every action. When you go to bed, you can observe your breath and you can imagine that your body is like a skeleton lying down and just keep observing that until you, until you sleep. And when you wake up, you also have to focus on your mindfulness and keep it during the day also. If you can do this, then these nine, 10 days, you will receive a lot of benefits. If you're at home, maybe you also practice, but you cannot do it continuously. But 
you are here and you can do it continuously. And once you find peace and you can contemplate your body, your mind, and then you realize that everything that happened, it happened and then it will cease to exist. The mind will start to enter samadhi and you will be real, able to realize the Dhamma. So I would like to anumotana with everyone who come to practice and may all of you grow in the Dhamma.